guys. How you doing? Joshua Porter, Carbon 6, Elements of Success podcast. I have Eli Lipschatz, a.k.a. Lippy, with uh, Escala over here. He, uh, we're going to be talking about pro- system and processes over here at Prosper 2020, why they're important. All 2022. The, all the sexy things like systems, process, operations. Let's go. I, I honestly I think that uh, you guys somehow managed to make <laughs> the unattractive work attractive by actually breaking it down and showing how easy it is. It's essentially what you guys are doing is saying, this is how you set goals in your business, and this yeah. is how you achieve your goals in your business, right. and this is how you operate your business, which a lot of people don't like to talk or talk about that, and it seems it can come across as like relatively dry and boring content, but somehow maybe it's the Australian accents, or maybe it's the fact that you guys are actually just gigabrain geniuses about it, but somehow you guys managed to make this kind of content sexy. So tell me about the whole process of Escala. Yeah, well, I think uh, the revenue opportunity in Amazon is super clear. What we understood a couple of years ago was that even though the revenue revenue opportunity is there, many people don't actually know how to build towards scale. So mm-hmm. I think part of the reason that so many of these aggregators are popping up is because people don't want to continue on with their brands because their lives have just become too hectic. They can't go on a vacation. They can't, you know. Unmanageable. It's totally unmanageable. And, and I, I think the reason for that is that most of the Amazon sellers in the space are super creative. Mm-hmm. They love product development. They love thinking of new ideas. Mm-hmm. They're not and this is a generalization, but they're not great operators or they don't love working on operations. Mm-hmm. So that's a problem that we thought it would be super valuable if we could solve it. And we break it down into exactly what needs to be done. Mm-hmm. Um, and we hand out that content for free. But then if you want us to do it for you, we can kind of work with you to help you do that. So what do you guys find to be, and again, thank you for what you guys do. Because again, I, I know what it's like to build SOPs. I can tell you it can be extremely frustrating and it can be extremely time consuming. And it may not be the first version of it, is not always the best version of it. Right. There's right. a lot of iteration and variation, and it's constantly changing. And somehow you guys managed to, one, be able to actually uh, systemize the process of making systems systems and processes, which is crazy. <laughs> when you think about it, it's like 4D chess for <laughs> SOPs. Right. But then you actually give away the formula, and you tell them, like, you guys don't need to hire them. And it's like, enough. Well, just take my money. We, we You're right. giving it away. So what? how did that come about? Like, how did... How did you guys come away? Uh, come about uh, finding the most accurate systems and processes yep. that would fit for Amazon or e-com businesses? What do you guys see as like the most digestible systems and processes that you guys shovel out? Yeah, so I think everyone is pretty sold on the importance of having mm-hmm. a system and process. Mm-hmm. Um, we were Amazon sellers ourselves. That's our background. Mm-hmm. So we know sort of how much is going on in an Amazon business. And the thing that binds everyone together is everyone has 24 hours in the day and hopefully you don't work for all those 24 hours. So time is kind of of the essence when you're an Amazon seller and you can't do everything. So either you have a system and process that allows you to delegate that to other people and mm-hmm. for them to do it effectively, or you implode. Mm-hmm. So uh, we kind of we kind of saw that this was a problem that most people needed to solve. Mm-hmm. And when you think about it, what so what sellers really should be trying to do is make decisions, come into work mm-hmm. and make decisions every day. Mm-hmm. And and anything that's super tactical or executionary, they should try and delegate. So we've just basically built a system that says, try to document your IP in a way that's really simple to follow. Mm-hmm. And we've sort of broken it down. I don't think now is the best time to exactly go through like level one, level two, level three, but yeah. there's plenty of content like that on the internet that we've released. Mm-hmm. Um, and And you can basically follow that and document all the way down uh, from your high-level process maps, how does the business work? What goes, you know, what comes after what? Mm-hmm. Uh, for, for many Amazon businesses, it's super consistent and similar. Mm-hmm. And then just documenting that all the way down to the SOPs, uh, where you have step-by-step processes. And, and what should really happen is that 
everyone in the business should know where to find how to do a process within less than 15 seconds. Yeah. So obviously creating a massive wiki that's just going to be able to, eat one, easily searchable. So when it, uh, training the entire team on how to search, yep. what to look for, yep. and how to document, then how to actually push this information up, and then making sure that it's accurate and it fits the exact formulaic breakdown of what needs to be looked up for, exactly. what, what needs to be done for a specific company, how things are done. So it's essentially multiplying yourselves. Yeah. Well, that's our business. <laughs> we'll talk about that in a little bit with Yoni Kosminski. But anyway... The, the the crazy aspect of all of this is that you guys already experienced in what needs to be done to actually yeah. be able to scale up a business. Now, so when it comes down to it, when you guys release your services and people reach out to you, what do you find to be the most consumed aspect of your business that people need the biggest help in? Is it uh, training their teams? Is it organizing your teams? Is it how they operate on Amazon, how they operate internally? Because I know yeah. you guys do a lot of training as well, too, yeah. to be able to educate not only the heads of staff, uh, the heads of the company, but also the employees as well. Right, right. So the way that I would put it is that many, many sellers, the most consistent problem I see is that sellers are sort of locked in this loop mm -hmm. and they need a circuit breaker. The loop is that they have so much work, they need to delegate. So they hire someone. The hire goes badly because nothing is documented. So it's really hard to hire someone. Mm -hmm. They fire them or, or the person leaves because it was just, can I swear, it's a shit show. Mm -hmm. And then... Uh, basically, that person needs to continue to do the work. So the circuit breaker is that you actually need to document those processes. But because people have so much on their plate, they don't have time to really stop and do that. Mm -hmm. So uh, when you work with us, that's, I think, the main value piece that, that we create is that we're a circuit breaker. We, we document everything, which then enables you to go and hire people to do specific roles. Because instead of saying, I'm going to hire you and then shadow me for the first three weeks, which mm -hmm. is just an extremely inefficient way to work mm -hmm. and ineffective, you say, hey, I'm going to hire you for the first two weeks, go and learn this part to this part on our company wiki, and then go and actually execute on the processes. At the end of each week, we're going to do a one hour question and answer session. And that makes onboarding a lot easier. So all of a sudden you're able to delegate. Um, and then once you're, once you've sort of delegated, you're then able to, uh, to elevate yourself to, to focus on more strategic things. And that's where mm -hmm. the magic happens. So, so that's the main value piece that we see. No, and, and what you guys are doing is honestly godsend for a lot of age, uh, for a lot of businesses because without that, they would just essentially, like you said, be stuck in this rat race where they're constantly just doing the same thing in and out, very inefficiently, not actually able to grow their business. They have the vision of what they want inside their head, but they have no way of actually getting there. And when it comes down to it, you guys are essentially coming in and you're saying like, we need to reevaluate the yeah. way you guys do business. And I, I love the analogy of calling yourself a circuit breaker. Have you ever had that experience as the circuit breaker where you just completely cut off entire power to the business and have them reboot from the startup? And what what's that like? How is like how is that like from your perspective? And yeah. what do you imagine that perspective is like for the business owner? Yeah, so we try as much as possible to avoid the total reboot because mm -hmm. especially on Amazon, you know, turning off your store is it sets you back years. So we Or we, just your business in general. Yeah, exactly. So we really try not to do that. Uh, and that's, I think, the value of working with us is that we do all the heavy lifting. So mm -hmm. you're, you're able to achieve that circuit breaker without mm -hmm. needing to totally stop operations. Mm -hmm. um, but we have seen sort of hiring freezes that we've created. Mm -hmm. We've seen, um, you know, new technology adopted. And when you adopt new technology, all of a sudden there's a break in some of the operations. So we've definitely seen that. And people who work with us need to be long-term thinkers. A short-term thinker would look at us and say, you know, the value is not coming fast enough, but a long-term thinker and a lot of the aggregators have started to work with us mm -hmm. because they, they know that they need this to scale for, you know, the next three years, five years. They're not thinking two months ahead, but yeah. five years ahead. So, 
uh, we, we've seen like extreme value in that. And, and, you know, you start to really recognize the value when you on, when you onboard new talent mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you're like, you know, I, I took the full weekend to myself or yeah. I spent all day working on a six month growth plan for, for my team. Uh, or, I never had time to do that before. Or I got a chance to go to Vegas prosper 2022 exactly. yes. because I have systems and processes in place to be able to operate my business without a hiccup and everything continues to run smoothly. So this would be a perfect example. I right. just had to throw that plug in there. Shout out to Prosper. Sponsor us next year. Uh, <laughs> well, please continue, man. Please continue. Yeah, no. So I, I don't know what's up to say. No, they're, they're, you're, you're absolutely right. Like you're, you're giving a complete breakdown about, uh, about what it's like to actually be able to run a business, document yeah. it and how to scale it up. And I know we could, we could easily go into the minutia and we could probably say that for a longer form podcast yeah. when we're not at Prosper, busy being surrounded by people yes. and, uh, exhausted from travel personally. Uh, <laughs> uh, and we can go into the uh, level one, two, three, and four, because I know that you guys completely break it down as to what yeah. well, level one task, level two, level three, level four tasks. We've had a conversation about this before, yeah. but then prioritizing tasks and making sure that whoever is actually insp- uh, uh, required to do that task is siloed to do that specific task. Yeah. Training, being able to bring people on. What I really want to like pick your brain about is you guys not only do the systems and processes, but you guys have the other arm of the business multiply me, which I'll be talking with Yoni in a little bit um, in regards to that is the talent acquisition. Right now. I noticed that one thing that you guys have done is you guys have exploded uh, exponentially over the past year where there was a lack of talent in this space. You guys built the talent in this space. Right. What was that process like? Yeah. So we follow a, we follow a mentality of like hire for attitude, train for skill. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the processes inside of Amazon are extremely trainable. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we, we've we noticed that, I think there's, it's been documented that there's a shortage of about 50,000 people in the Amazon space. Okay. Uh, with all the aggregators that are coming in, all the external capital that's coming in, mm-hmm. that needs to go to building capabilities. Building capabilities means hiring people. Where are these people? They don't really exist. So the winners are going to be the ones who can train effectively. Mm-hmm. And training at the end of the day comes down to having well-documented processes where you can say, this is, you know, an onboarding, an onboarding process is more than just SOPs, yeah. but SOPs are a huge part of that. So mm-hmm. if you can come in and say, hey, for the first two weeks, I want you to learn all about this. Maybe you can put in, you know, buy access to specific courses. But at the end of the day, you need to say, this is our process and the way that we do things. Mm-hmm. This is how we optimize listings. This is how we, uh, you know, do product research, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that makes the talent acquisition process a lot easier because you don't need to hire for someone who already knows how to do that process, mm-hmm. you just need to hire for someone with the right attitude and sort of a, a familiar skill set. So, for example, if someone has great Excel skills, you could probably hire them to do PPC and train them on PPC, yeah. provided you have you've documented your own personal IP. So, um, so I think the systemization piece makes the hiring piece a lot easier. And you're finding transferable skills yeah. for where people already have experience in one aspect and bringing it over to Amazon. What I find really amazing about what you just said is that it, you're focusing on the training aspect, which I've come to experience, I'm sure anybody else has been that's been hired or uh, taken the training aspect. It's never just like active training. It's training plus doing this other job instead of like actively digesting the training. And you're yeah. saying, focus on the training aspect. One, I imagine this <clears throat> improves retention. Two, it allows them to digest the information. They right. can ask questions, they can learn from it, and then they can actually put the hands-on experience. Yeah. So instead of just having them do like, training hands-on experience right there and then just throwing them to the wolves. It's like, we're literally going to take this as baby steps as humanly possible, but we're yeah. going to make this the most efficient baby step. You're going to be running in literally a week, but we're going to show you how to run, why to run and what to run after, exactly. which is amazing. 
Exactly. And, and I don't, I've never really seen a business do anything like that when it comes to the training aspect. Yeah. You're, you're telling businesses to do this. And I'm sure that you've seen a massive success rate on doing that. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much every company that we work with, they then onboard talent and the feedback that they get from the newly onboarded talent is, this is the most supported I've ever felt in a role. I've never felt, you know, as that a, a company has never accelerated my learning as quickly as here. Mm -hmm. So, and you know, that's as simple as really just documenting everything that you do in a consistent manner. Um, you're not forcing the person to come in and look for things inside of a Google Drive that's just been around for the last five years and everything's everywhere. Yeah. Everything's very systemized. You know, you give them a soft landing. Um, so, so yeah, I, I think it impacts retention for sure. It impacts productivity. It definitely impacts happiness at work Yeah. because it's really clear what's expected of you, when it's expected and why it's expected. So, so yeah, I think that something that I definitely believe is that the systemization piece, it's not just about having processes that, you know, you can say, here's what we do. It's, it really impacts so many other facets of a business and of life. Um, and that's why, that's why we've chosen it as the problem that we want to solve. Yeah. And you guys are honestly solving it the best that I've ever seen in this industry. Not only in this industry, like personally, uh, several years ago, when I started selling on Amazon, I never imagined that there would be sub sectors of Amazon where business are actively thriving, like the concept of service providers uh, being needed in Amazon, uh, the concept of, of systems and processes needed to be uh, be on Amazon. I started off on eBay and I can tell you there was no SOPs on that. Um, yeah. It was just like throw a product up, uh, maybe do some HTML font styling. And that that's that and call right. it a day. Wait until the auction comes in. But now understanding it, like, honestly, it's not only the ed evolution, but it's the education and it's also the maturity yeah. of it, which is which is impressive. So, Eli, as usual, man, as a good friend, I just want to thank you. I'm glad thank that you're here, man. <laughs> Thanks for being on the uh, Carbon Six Elements of Success podcast, the, the, the mini series, so to speak. Uh, we're seeing how this goes and hopefully we'll be able to release more content for you guys. I absolutely love doing this and uh, I love having you guys on here. Thanks man. for having me, man. Of course, all day, all day. Carbon Six. Thank you. Thank you.